you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, Olivia. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, me too. Me too. How was your week this week? A little crazy. A little. <laughs> A I didn't hear from you like, at all. I know. <laughs> That's when you know I'm really busy with work when you call and I don't answer. Immediately to voicemail? Yeah. And I don't ask questions. I just yeah. wait for you to call me back. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, I think you texted me and you sent me the little salute yeah. emoji. Or I said copy yeah. in the salute emoji. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's when you know. That's when you know. Yes. But you had a good week. Just yeah. Busy. It was just, it was really crazy. And it kind of gave me a little reminder about how we just need to be better at balancing mm-hmm. and how life is all about balance. In a lot of shapes and forms. So that actually, why don't we discuss what we're talking about this Mm -hmm. episode? Mm -hmm. So I was driving the other day and I was thinking about what Olivia and I wanted to talk about in this episode. And I was thinking, what do I like to hear or what do I like to get out of listening to a podcast? And I really love when I can relate to the person that's talking. And so I was asking myself, what is something that I deal with or what's something really prevalent in my life that other people could relate to. And the first thing that came to my mind was balance because you and I both struggle with balance just in completely different ways. So I figured why don't we talk about that and hopefully give some advice on how to live a more balanced life. Mm -hmm. And this is stuff that we've kind of just figured out that I've worked for us a little bit and have made us better about balancing, whether that be balancing relationships and friendships or balancing work and your social life or balancing like everything that you're going to talk about as well. But these are just little tips and tricks that we've done that have helped us. Yes. And I feel like maybe we've learned some people, over the years. Yeah, could, you know, could agree or disagree, but definitely could be something to take away. Yeah, I think. So do you want to start or do you want me to start? You can go ahead and start. Okay. So when I was thinking about this topic, I, the first thing that came to my mind was balancing my relationship with food and the gym and not letting it completely take over my entire life. So I kind of have to give a backstory on how this came to be. But I graduated high school and I went away to school, college in Texas. And I was always super active in high school, played a lot of sports, um, did extracurriculars, always had a job. And so I never, ever once thought about what I was eating and didn't care, ate whatever I want, did whatever I wanted. And obviously that changed when I went away to college and I wasn't in any sports and did not do anything active. And I was only in four classes and because I was no longer home and so far away from my friends and family, that definitely took a toll on my mental state, which then caused me to lose all motivation to do absolutely anything. I I specifically remember I not going to some of my classes in the middle of the day just to take a nap. And it's not like... I wasn't getting enough sleep at night. I just was so unmotivated and couldn't get myself to do anything. So I stopped going to the gym and I stopped prioritizing what I was eating. And uh, it's really hard in college too because there's not a lot of options for food. 
you literally eat at the dining hall for every meal or you go out with friends and drink and it's just it's hard and you have no money so it's just hard to find a balance especially in college but that definitely caused me to have like issues with food later on in my life and so I did not go to the gym and if I did I didn't know what to do at the gym and I was so overwhelmed and embarrassed I didn't want anyone to look at me well and can I just say too the gym can be so intimidating especially as a girl it's it can be very intimidating it just not know it even walking into something that's not a class just a basic gym that's the scariest thing ever because there's so many machines and if you don't know how to properly use them which I, I honestly don't I don't know how to properly use I need like still. a train if I'm gonna go to the gym I need like a trainer to show me exactly what to do I never knew what weights to grab so I just skipped all of that and I went to the treadmill and I would walk for 20 minutes and then I would leave it was more so just to say that I did it and check it off my list so that was my relationship with the gym in college and because of that and my eating habits I gained a lot of weight and I hadn't really struggled with weight in high school and it was just something that was never on my radar and so this hit me like a truck and I was in denial about it for probably my all of my freshman year. I just refused to believe that I had gained weight. I literally asked my roommate if the scale in our room was broken. I like I was dead serious. I could it's, not, it's not my funny. brain around it. It's not it. funny, but it's, it's so sad. My I know. brain literally I I was like, "Oh, it's broken. Obviously the scale is broken." <laughs> so then, she must have been looking at me like, "Oh no, sweetie, it's not." Kinley in Bless her but heart. also also oh in Kinley's brain, she was of course, when you have, like we talked about in our last episode, when you have an insecurity or something that you're hyper-focused on, you think that everybody else is noticing that. I've never looked at you when we were in college and thought, oh my gosh. Well, because I wore clothes that I that would cover it, but yeah. I gained 30 pounds. Really? Yes. Yes. That's why I couldn't believe it myself. <laughs> Anyways, so that wow. it was so But crazy. that just shows you that like I genuinely never looked at you and thought that well, I was and mortified. how you yes, but same thing how with my insecurity about acne, mm-hmm. you never looked at me and thought, wow, her skin is so rough. But to me, that's the only thing that's I focused true. on. But anyways, reel it back in. Yeah. You're talking but about this. I was in denial, but then I then I started to notice other people started noticing and some people made a few comments that Unfortunately, I'll never forget. So Triggers. Goes to show you should never, ever comment on somebody's weight, no matter what, at the end of the day. Just don't do it because they will probably remember forever. Okay, so then I realized I was no longer in denial and I knew that I had gained a lot of weight because people were saying things to me and my clothes weren't fitting right. And I, every time I looked in the mirror, I was just so miserable. But also at the time, I didn't do anything about it. I could not get myself to go work out. I could not get myself to eat healthier. I I don't want to say I was throwing myself a pity party because mentally I was so unhappy and just not myself. And once you get in the habit of not being active and not prioritizing your health, it's really, really hard to come out of that. It took me years. 
And so eventually I did end up finding some classes that I liked going to and, and that helped keep me accountable. And I, I started going with a friend to the rec and that makes it less scary and less intimidating. So that helped. But my relationship with food was so bad. And unfortunately, I ended up losing all the weight that I had gained just in really unhealthy ways. I'm not going to get into that, but it just losing weight, gaining weight and then losing weight just does a number on your brain and your thoughts about life. Well, I was going to ask you, what do you think was your breaking point where you realized, okay, I need to figure out a better lifestyle and a better balance and something needs to change? That's a good question. I think I was so unhappy with myself and I was just so insecure. I didn't want to be around people because I would just compare myself to everyone else. But there was one point where I would have done anything to be thinner. And that's what I did. And I didn't talk to anyone about it because I didn't want anyone to hold me accountable. I went I went a couple of years without telling you or my mom that anything was going on or that I just wasn't treating my body right because that was me like getting away with it kind of. And I was finally feeling more confident because of it. And but I'm so grateful that I did end up telling you because you get to a point where you realize this is just so not sustainable. I can't live my the rest of my life like this. This is I'm taking drastic measures for what to to be 10 pounds lighter. Like no one even needs to know your weight. Why it's so not it's so not that deep, but to me at the time it was like taking over my entire life. And so I just knew this was something that had to stop. And so that leads me to my next point. Once I decided to take control over my life and start working out in a healthy way and eating better and nourishing my body rather than restricting it, that was great. And I started becoming more healthy. And and you were healing yourself from the inside out. And I think sometimes the first step, if you are somebody who struggles with certain things like you, you were having issues with, I think telling someone is always the first step, like coming to terms with it on your own and then being able to speak up about it is a huge step because it's not like, I'm not a therapist. I'm not somebody who knew exactly what what to say say or do, but all I knew is that I could be there for you and be a shoulder to lean on and somebody to keep you, hold you accountable and just kind of push you in the right direction. And that's all I could do. And then, but at the end of the day, you had to be willing to help yourself too. You have to decide. Like I knew the second I told you things were going to have to change. And that was once you think a certain way or once you have a certain mentality about food, it's really hard to break away from those thoughts. And I knew talking to people about it, things were going to have to change. And But I wanted to take that step because – I was treating my body horribly. So yeah, that was really hard, but I ended up getting a lot healthier and finding a better balance with working out and finding things that I enjoy doing. So that helped, but there's the other end of it where it can become a little bit toxic. I definitely became, and now I'm, this is what I'm like struggling with now and how to balance not overdoing it. I think because 
I started eating a lot better and wasn't having as many issues with food. But because I no longer could control that part of it, I wanted to kind of compensate that with, or I don't know how to say this. I wanted to, or I feel like working out was the way that I could control my weight. So it's very easy to get stuck in a mindset of, okay, well, this is working for me. I need to go 100 miles per hour with this. And that's the only way that I'm going to stay and feel and look a certain way. Totally. It was like one or the other. Okay, if I'm not treating my body like crap, then I'm going to have to work out 100 times harder in order for me to look a certain way. And it's the same toxic issue, but just flipped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just, it's easy to get addicted and, and it's great in some ways because it's so exciting and, and cool to see your body change and see your body get stronger and it like fuels you to want to keep going and to push yourself, but it can be hard to not let it consume your life. So what would you say are some tips that have helped you create a better and more balanced balance. yeah lifestyle with food and working out yeah my first one is reminding myself that rest is so important and you can't recover properly if you don't rest and it's okay to take days off that's probably my my biggest thing is just being okay with taking a break and listening to your body I think too oh that was my mm-hmm. next one yeah listening to your body which can be so hard and a lot of the times I I just go or I get um, really stuck in my ways and I just go through the motions and I show up every day. So I need to remind myself to just take a step back and think, am I feeling this workout today? Am I exhausted? Am I okay enough to go? And But also that's tricky because it does take discipline and a lot of times half of it is just showing up. And sometimes you do have to push yourself to go. But if I'm like so exhausted and tired – I need to work on just staying home and resting and it's not going to kill me if I if I don't go. But another thing I tell myself, it can be so easy to be really hard on yourself and nitpick everything that you don't like about yourself, but you have to think about how much your body does for you every single day and what it allows you to do every day. I mean, we 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 wake up every day and go to work and do all these things and your body really does so much for you so shitting on it isn't isn't I hear you're trying to say it's sometimes it's very easy to get so down and be very hard on yourself and what for what you see in the mirror but sometimes we forget like we're walking on two feet I'm able to drive my car I'm able we to take our lift house up, for granted yeah, all for, the time mm-hmm. and just where we live in Orange County, I think that has a lot to do with it too. Like oh, we could go on a whole episode about, about growing that. up and living in Orange County. Oh yeah, just the people that we surround ourselves with in the gyms that we go to. It's just crazy. It can be. It's a lot of pressure. So just re- remember that your body really shows up for you every day, and we take our health for granted. Next thing is. If you find yourself missing out on social things with your friends and family because you don't want to eat a certain way or it's too overwhelming for you food-wise or you would rather go to a class than go hang out with your friends, 
maybe put things into perspective. And when you're older, you're going to look back and remember all the memories that you have with your friends and family, not that one class. And I struggle with this sometimes. A lot of the time I start to panic if I can't make it to a class or if my schedule doesn't allow it and I get really down about it and I my thoughts kind of start to spiral and I think okay if I if I can't make it to this class today then I'm gonna have to do two in another day to make up for it and so when I think that way I remind myself it's one day it's one class I think the 80-20 rule, that's personally why. That's my other one. Yeah, I live by that. Because You're really good at this. Oh, thanks. Do you want to explain what you, you, how yes, you implement that? I think 80-20 rule is very important. And if you're somebody who likes to work out, if you enjoy going on walks, going to the gym, whatever it may be, during the week, Monday through Friday, I would say we have a pretty routine schedule just with our jobs. So working full-time during the week, I like to try to cook at home. You're at good least. about this. I and it, they're never they're not the most amazing healthy to the tea meals, but I do love home cooked meals and I think balance is everything. If you are eating at home and cooking and having a healthier lifestyle during the week, then I don't mind having alcohol on the weekends and enjoying myself and having a pizza and fries and all that. And I feel like you can get in your head, okay, if if I have this, 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 and that, you know, people get so worried looking at fast food or looking at pasta and you can't, it's at the end of the day, food is one of the great joys of life. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I could talk about food. Olivia is such a foodie. Oh, I'm such a foodie. (laughs) I love my pasta. I love my pizza. I love my sushi. If you need a restaurant recommendation, come to me. Yep. But you, you have to live a balanced lifestyle because if you go too extreme on one end, you won't feel fulfilled. You'll feel really, it just won't feel good. But then going the other way too, where you're just so strict with what you're eating or what you're doing workout wise. Yeah. You're, it's just as bad. Like Mm -hmm. each way, each path leaves, leads towards a dead end. I would rather have a very balanced lifestyle than be so hyper-focused on one or the other. Totally. Because at the end of the day, that's not really a healthy way to live. Even if you think you're it's not living. super healthy. Yeah, it's not it's not living. So that was kind of the whole point of me talking about this is I wanted to stress how important it is to find balance with food and fitness and to not let it take over your whole life because I think I accidentally let that happen to the point where I didn't care about anything else and it really started to affect my relationships and my life. And I thought at the time, this is what's most important. If I'm not making this my top priority, then my life is going to fall apart. That's really what my brain was telling me. But now taking a step back, it can't, it can't be everything. Yeah, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I'm, I'm still working proud. on this. But. I know, but I'm so <laughs> proud of you. You've really, really turned. It's been an up, very up and down journey. But... Just remind yourself all these little things. Another th- another tip, which I've already told you this, but this was about a year ago or two years ago or whatever. When I was talking to a therapist at the time, she told when I would say how hard on myself that I was and all the things that I would tell myself throughout the day, she always said, would you tell your best friend these things? 
And I was like, no, oh my God, I would never speak to Olivia that way. And I texted Olivia and she's like, wow, that's so, that's such a good way to put it. So if you are treating yourself really badly and just talking really down about yourself, think, think about it like that. Would you ever say those things to your friend? No. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's a really, really good point. I would never. <laughs> I couldn't. No. I couldn't do it. <laughs> and I want to. I also wanted to bring up my word for 2023. Back in January, when I was thinking about what do I, what do I really want to focus on this year, and the word that I chose was grace. Just giving myself grace and not being too hard on myself, and finding a good balance. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that was a good, a good word for me. Love it, Ken. I love that. I'm going to talk a little bit more about work-life balance and kind of relationship and friendship balance. This is a good week for you to talk about this because Olivia's had a crazy work week. Mm -hmm. Do you want to say why? Yes. So I work in an industry where I do have a desk job, I would say, but it's not I log in at this time and I have to log off at that time and that's it. In my industry, there's a lot of late hours. There's a lot of working weekends. Yeah, weekends. Mm -hmm. So... It's very, it can be very easy to fall into a pattern of sitting at my desk, at my computer for a very long period of time, not noticing what time it is, not peeling myself away to go on a walk, not peeling myself away to have lunch, uh, working extremely late, and then not having any part of talking with my family or talking with my friends or my boyfriend. Yeah. It's can be very easy to fall into that trap. The cycle. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes it can feel like when you have a job like that, that you're living the same day over and over, especially when you work from home. I always wonder how people do that. I personally feel like I couldn't do it. How do you separate your work day how do you turn it off? Because your desk is right next to your bed. You close your computer and you're still in your office. It's true. It's true. And it's very, it took me a minute to figure this out because I definitely love working from home. I do love going into the office. I like getting to see all my coworkers and I still, my coworkers and I am super blessed with a really great group of people where we actually spend a lot of time outside of the office together. So that's nice. I get to see them, but it can be very easy to fall into that trap of working from home. And then you roll out of bed, you log onto your computer and that's it. But some tips and tricks that I found that work for me is when I wake up in the morning and this is one tip, somebody, one of my directors told me this actually this week. He said, if you need to wake up a little bit earlier to get something in your day that fulfills you personally, whether that be a walk, med- meditating, whatever it may be, if that means waking up a little bit earlier, so be it. And it can be very easy. Yes. And I, I've noticed over time if I, I like to work out in the morning and if I skip it or sleep in a little bit later and I just kind of roll out of bed and get on my computer, my work day is not fulfilling. Do you feel kind of sluggish? Very. I feel that way too. Yeah. And if I'm like, if I, if I'm not working out, I need to set an alarm, wake up, get out of bed, make coffee, go on a walk. You have a whole little morning routine yes, before work. You, I think it's essential if you work essential, from home yeah. because if you don't do that, 
and you just roll out of bed and get on your computer. It all blends together. Completely. Do you put yourself together before? Do you put on makeup? Do you put on an outfit or do you just stay It depends your- on the day. I mean, I definitely wear more athleisure and comfortable clothes every single day. Like, I don't... Well, yeah, you're not going to put on yeah. trousers. Yes, sit- but also... <laughs> but there are people... Like, I know I mean, whatever people, gets you through the day. Yeah, no, but there are certain people that in their meetings, you know, they want to look... My, look my, the part. Yeah, yes, and... My industry, it's a little bit more casual, which is nice. Is so nice. I can wear a sweatshirt in meetings and all of that. But I do like to freshen up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I think that is also a really good point. Um, and what does after work look like for you? You normally, I guess during the week you stay home and you make dinner and stuff. Mm-hmm. I I really like to try to log off by a certain time every day. Obviously, every day is different, and right now I'm in a season where it does require me to be on a little bit later, but when I do have my normal work day, I like to completely shut my computer. I'll usually go for a walk, uh, go around the block for a little bit. I give you major props because I know a lot of what you do has to do with emails, and the emails are just never-ending, mm-hmm. and it's so hard to decide, okay, now is the time for me to log off and stop mm-hmm. when they just keep coming. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you tear yourself away. I would get so overwhelmed. It, so I give you major props. Thanks. Well, it is it is difficult. And again, you do have to create that balance for yourself because there are certain things. It's a learning curve for sure. Mm-hmm. And I guess you learn over time. You've been doing this for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, I would really stay on late and try to respond to every single that. email yeah. right when it came in. And it's just not sustainable. No. And I think one of my biggest points with all of this is if you become super mundane and you just really focus on work, 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 and you don't prioritize a life outside of it, you will be, be overworked. There's just no way you could be truly happy. You will burn out. You will burn out. Burnout is very prevalent. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends that have worked corporate jobs really struggle with this, just separating their life outside of work. Mm-hmm. It's just really, it's really hard. Yeah, it's difficult. Well, it's hard too because especially here in California in the fall and winter when we, I think our clocks go back. Oh my or, gosh. I thank God it's when not it gets dark. doing that next year. Oh my gosh. When it gets darker earlier. Before you're logged off. It is the worst because when I'm still on my computer and it's five o'clock and then it's pitch black outside it's, it's so like sad day is gone. I know I know it's and so sad. when it's cold in the winter you don't want to go outside and do anything mm-hmm. like why mm-hmm. would I go for a walk when it's pitch black out mm-hmm. I know I know so now like yesterday I was on and it was 5 30 ish and I was so happy because it was still sunny out. I, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like summer is in the air. I know, it's this, coming. This pa- what day is it? Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yesterday morning, I went to a class before work, which I only do that on Fridays. And it sets me up to have the best day. I always leave class like so excited about the day in such a great mood. Well, so I don't get to go to morning workouts. Mm-hmm. And this was my, my other tip. If you work from home and creating – that balance every Friday I have a date with myself (laughs) I tell everyone about this I think it's the best (laughs) tip ever (laughs) but I have a date with myself so I will either go on a walk I'll go down to the beach I'll go to a workout you do that I don't go to the beach enough oh I love the beach so close and I don't go it's my like safe place 
but I will get up in the morning, no matter what, on a Friday, a little bit earlier than usual. And I will always go treat myself to coffee out and I'll come home and just have like a slower morning. And I, that's the only day of the week other than if I'm getting coffee with you on the it's weekends something or something. Forward to in the, mm-hmm. in the middle but that's of, like my Friday treat to myself. Every Friday I do that. And I think it's a great little tip to kind of create some separation during the week too. Okay. Another thing that I think is super important that I had to learn very quickly because I have been in a relationship for quite some time. Eternity. (laughs) (laughs) But is balancing your relationships and your friendships. Olivia is so good at this. She has been dating Trevor for seven years and never once have I ever felt like our friendship has taken a backseat. And you are so good at balancing your relationship with your friends and you somehow make both parties feel like they're your number one priority. So I'm looking forward to hearing your tips about this because (laughs) I mean, I think I'm pretty, I think I'm, I think you're great at it too. And I think that if you are leaning more towards one or the other, it's not fair to either party at all. And you're going to lose one of them, unfortunately. And I think especially in high school, college, Whoever you're dating, you don't know. I know this sounds a little harsh, but you don't know how long that's going to last at the time. That's what I was going to say. And your friendships are so important. If you're not keeping up with your girlfriends throughout your relationship, what are you going to do if things go south and you have no one to lean on after the fact? And it's sad and it's scary because a lot of girls, that does happen to them where Mm -hmm. they pour all of their energy and so much of their life into one person Person, that they're dating and then the rest falls suit and that's it and it's sad and then their their partner or boyfriend becomes like their whole life Mm -hmm. and defines their happiness which is not not healthy too I think it is so important to have a good girls night every once in a while I think it's also really important to plan date nights and have time where you can be super just in the zone and very focused on your person. Like and being my, present. Uh-huh, my love language is quality time. And there's nothing better to me than when I'm sitting at dinner with my boyfriend and the phones are to the side. We're just talking, <laughs> catching up and being super present with each other. That to me is essential. It means more to you than anything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. And you guys will go to dinner sometimes and then you'll come meet up with our friend group after and hang out with us. And there's a balance to it all. It's the premise of our whole episode. Mm -hmm. There is truly a balance to everything. And the second that you can find that and nobody's perfect at it. I'm sure I have moments. And there are times when you're going to have to pick and choose. That's just the reality of things. Mm -hmm. But don't ever let your friendships take a backseat. Ever. a big thing for me. I completely agree. Because the second that you allow that to happen – you don't ever want to look back and think, oh my gosh, I totally lost an amazing friendship because I put somebody else first. And some friends, how do I want to say this? Some people will stick around and wait for you and give you the benefit of the doubt and just be like, okay, well. And some I- won't. Mm-hmm. And some are going to just take the high road. And you it- get you get out of a friendship what you put into it. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to say about that. I completely agree. If you don't agree. put in any effort, 
they're eventually not going to want to either. Mm-hmm. And then the friendship's gone. It has to be two ways. It works. The phone works both ways. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. But yeah, at the end of the day, if you can find a healthy balance, whether that be with food, with your body, with your work, friendships, with friendships, relationships. with relationships, if you can find a healthy balance with that. Don't let one thing completely take over your life. Mm-hmm. There's a place for everything. It's been so fun already, and I can't wait to keep putting stuff out. Yeah, me too. Should we talk about the name for a second? We didn't cover the name, or no? Mm, we can tell them next time. Okay, we'll talk about it. Yeah. I'll call you in a little. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> I'll call you in a little. It wasn't recording. <laughs>